Yo, 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 what is going on? Episode 559. I gotta tell you, I got some fucking incredible news. I I don't think it's really fully hit me just yet. But, um, yeah, here it is. I got diagnosed with hyperthyroidism about a year ago uh, to this month, actually. And before I got diagnosed, I had lost a tremendous amount of weight. I was 139 pounds. I'm six foot one. That's not a, a healthy weight for my height. When I got back home from traveling, I couldn't I couldn't pee without shifting my weight on my feet. I was shaking a lot. Man, I had some really intense shakes. My eyes would bulge. Man, did I have some very intense, very creepy bulging eyes. Um, both of my nipples were very sore. And I experienced these symptoms for about two months because I, you get off of your parents' health insurance once you turn 26 in America, and I'm 27. So here I am, really, with uh, no health insurance. And, like, now I got to figure out like getting myself some health insurance and all this kind of stuff. I'm going to doctor's appointments. I don't know what's going on. When I had my mentoring call with Joe Paula, she's talking to me. I feel my neck. I feel a fucking lump on my neck while he's talking to me. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I have a fucking lump on my neck. What's going on here? And for weeks upon and months at a time, man, like specifically between the months of like, August, September, October of last year. I was fucking bedridden, man. Just like... I would... Be in my bed pretty much all fucking day. Only leaving to use the restroom and uh, to eat. And I would be frustrated because I couldn't get anything done. And I had my partnership and I would be on meetings... And my business partner would be like, Greg, your eyes are bulging. Stop stop making your eyes bulge. I'm like, I'm not doing it on purpose. I don't know how to stop. Every time I speak, I my eyes will just be fucking bulging. And I would look, you know, scary. And um, I became very insecure about it. Very insecure. You know, just like, damn, man. And just not feeling my best mentally either. Just having my physical health tank, having my mental health tank and just feeling very confused about what is it that I wanted to do and I didn't really feel fulfilled in the work that I was doing and I wasn't feeling happy about myself and my life. I can't really get any work done and I would have a day where I would have energy to do stuff and I feel good and then I'd be bedridden for the next two or three days and 
this was a pattern that repeated for a long time. And then uh, come January of this year, I was feeling like, you know what, man, I'm feeling a lot better. I feel like I got a lot of rest. So you know what I did? I took on a door-to-door sales position where I was working, fuck, 10, 12-hour days, six days a week. And I threw myself out there back into the gauntlet, walking and having this mental battle with myself. And I'm failing tremendously. I'm not getting paid for anything unless I make a sale. And I'm out there by myself and I would... I would go find a nearby park in the area that I would be uh, door knocking in because they would drop us off in in specific areas. So someone would have a car and they would drop us off. So it's not like I can just go in my car and leave or I can go uh, chill in the car. I would just go find a park and I would chill there for whatever, you know, 30 minutes and I'll go back to walking and knocking. And I have... Uh, several memories in my mind there's one that stands out to me where I fucking just gave up and like I stayed at this park for like four hours one day and just waited until I got picked up again and just feeling that defeat of of giving up and I fucking exhausted myself I, I exhausted myself to my fucking limits man and I remember I was uh, I had microdosed on some mushrooms and I was lying down in uh, the bed that I was sleeping in, in the apartment that I stayed in when I was doing door to door. And I remember just really feeling my body and it, I felt just the heaviness and it was very clear. It's like, man, my body needs some rest still. So after a month of doing door to door sales, uh, my body couldn't take it anymore. So on February 9th, of uh, this year, 2023, I had uh, stopped doing door-to-door sales and uh, the battle continued, you know, just feeling like I can figure it out and it'll resolve itself and nothing was really um, working in my favor. You know, I just had to get a lot more rest and it wasn't until I had a, a call with a mentor of mine and uh, that changed everything for me because I was prescribed medication but I was just like against medication I was against taking pills because like I don't know man I don't really want to get addicted to pills and like I don't really trust like big pharma and I feel like maybe I can resolve this holistically through yoga and through my diet and through meditation and through just lowering my stress levels and um basically this call my and i was just and on top of that i had never lost my health before never fucking lost my health you know i was fucking healthy as fuck my whole life man never had any worries never had any allergies never had any nothing man no allergic reactions to fucking nothing Never had any fucking health challenges. Yeah, I broke my fucking arm one time in fifth grade and I hurt myself playing basketball. Like I got my fucking mouth hit and that, you know, decommissioned me for a little bit. But I never had some like internal shit uh, go down in terms of like my body or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? And part of me felt fucking 
guilty for the fact that I couldn't get my fucking shit done or felt shameful, felt, uh, most of all, I felt weak. I felt very weak and I felt like defenseless. I, I felt so powerless. I felt fucking horrible that I couldn't overcome this. And in my adult life, not even just my adult life, but even growing up, I was always able to just be able to push through and power through to get to the other side. And now I couldn't, I couldn't do that. I couldn't just push through. I couldn't power through no matter how hard I wanted to, I couldn't. And I, man, I had some fucking hard times, man. And my, uh, my mentor, she's like, look, man, Greg, nobody's doubting your talents. Nobody's doubting your courage. Nobody's doubting who it is that you are. But like, if you don't take care of your health, you're not going to be able to give your best gifts to the world. But when she had mentioned like, nobody's doubting me, you know, that really meant a lot for me to hear from her. That meant a lot for me to hear from her. Oh my goodness, man. So I was like, you know what? She's right. I got to say, I got to start taking care of my health a lot more. So I started taking my medication and I had a family friend of mine, you know, give me some, uh, some good stuff for my thyroid as well. And I was just, I started taking it and, um, I had went to the doctor last week and I got some more, uh, test results, um, to check some things. And as a matter of, before I give you the results of this, when I had first got diagnosed with hyperthyroidism, the doctor told me that one out of five people end up not having to take any medication for the rest of their life. They gave me a couple different options. They said, okay, well, you're going to take either probably going to take medication for the rest of your life, or you can um, have surgery to have your thyroid removed, but then you have to take medication for the rest of your life to help regulate your thyroid hormones, or you can take this pill that would, you know, again, kill your thyroid, but you have to take medication. I didn't want to go down uh, that path. And uh, I basically, he basically said I had a 20% chance of never having to take medication again uh, for my thyroid for the rest of my life. And I was like, damn, man, one out of five. I don't, I don't really, I don't really like those odds. Um, but uh, just hope that things turned out okay for myself. And I got the fucking test results, bro. And um, it looks like I'm good. My my thyroid levels have returned to normal, and they didn't say this, um, but um, like my my energy levels are fucking fantastic. My eyes, you know, there's a very slight bulge, which I'm going to go check, you know, go to the doctors and see what we can make happen about that. But man, like, I'm good now. I'm fu- fuck, bro. I want to say that I'm cured. I want to say that I'm cured, but <sighs> fuck, man, to see those fucking test results come in and I'm in normal range. I haven't taken medication 
in the last like two months, two and a half months or something like that. That was when I had uh, finished my medication. And just to see that, it's like, wow. The fucking battle. The battle is, is damn near over, bro. I have some more test results. I, I, I got some more blood work to do. But um, I'm looking clear. I'm looking clear. And I know I was a little grim on my last podcast. I, I wasn't really sure what was going on with myself. And um, it's been a fucking roller coaster ride. God damn, has it been a fucking roller coaster ride? It hasn't been fun. Uh, but you know what? I hope I, I hope I never forget this. I hope I never forget this. I, I, I really I really feel like this was a gift as well. This was a gift for myself. It was it was a reset in a sense. And it uh, I, I think about a conversation I had with a, a friend of mine, I don't know, maybe last year, and he was going through a separation with his uh with the mother of his children. His two boys. And I remember he had said to me on the call, he said, you know what, Greg? Um, this really makes me think about what what really is important right now. Like, what is it that I actually need? Not necessarily what I want, but what is it that I actually need right now? And what is actually important? And having lose my health and face my own mortality and you know what man like i sometimes i feel like i try to i i feel like sometimes like patterns come up from previous people in in my past who uh love me tremendously and i love them but um i'm sensitive to People making me feel like what is it that I feel inside is not valid. And I've had close relationships where I express how it is that I feel. And they think I'm being melodramatic. They think I'm being a little bit over the top. When I'm really speaking my truth. And saying what it is that I'm feeling and what I'm experiencing. And for them... To discount it. That has caused me a lot of grief. And a lot of pain. In my life. And. I really did feel like I had to face my mortality. And the reason why I feel hesitant to say that. Is because I have the the voices of those people in my head. Saying like come on man. Like stop being fucking. You're being a little melodramatic. Really like you're exaggerating. It's like nah bro. Because there was something called uh, a thyroid storm which um, can put you in the ER and actually can be fatal, can actually fucking kill you. And you didn't know when the fuck it was going to happen. You had no idea. So I would be fucking terrified of potentially having a fucking thyroid storm. And there will be times where I'm at different places and I feel like, okay, I feel safe that if I were to have a medical emergency, like it would be here, like if I if if I were to have a medical emergency out of this whole time of me having this, like 
this will be a good time because I feel like these people would be able to take care of me and I'd be able to get the help that I need. So if something happens, I hope it happens now. That's the mentality that I would have with different people that I felt safe around and just feeling fucking terrified of having this thyroid storm. And as a matter of fact, at one point I fucking thought I was having a thyroid storm, fucking called 911 and um, had a friend like fucking drive me to the hospital and, you know, fucking had like firefighters check my vitals. And it was, um, it wasn't enjoyable. It wasn't enjoyable at all. But as I mentioned, you know, like I face my own mortality and I feel that I have a deeper appreciation and gratitude for life and it fucking it, it really does blow my mind that how I view the world isn't necessarily um, it's not very common in terms of the appreciation uh, for life and not just that but really thinking about what is actually important here what's important for me what's important for like others like what what should we actually value here but you know what man like it's not that's not like how other people see the world like I, I don't have any control over that I, I can't control it and I'm I'm grateful for the perspective that I now have in my life and the the feelings that I have in terms of you have no I don't I wouldn't say you have no idea I don't know what you've gone through but I'll I'll speak for myself like to fucking just lose your fucking energy and to have no, like pretty much close to no fucking energy for so long to finally get your energy back to finally feel good in your body again to finally feel like you're able and you're you know you're capable of doing things again like dude it's like i i feel so fucking happy about that i i feel fucking incredible incredible about that and i feel so fucking grateful about that i feel so fucking grateful man I feel so grateful. And I feel like that gratitude really uh, transfers to other people. I feel like people really uh, can feel it. And um, yeah, it makes me happy, bro. It does make me happy. So, you know, like I... As I mentioned, I I lost my fucking mental health. Like, I wasn't able to fucking think clearly. I wasn't... I just wasn't in a fucking great space mentally. And... I think a big component for me getting my mental health back was me stepping away from social media. And even though you can... I'll say I can... Even though I, I would look at door-to-door sales in terms of like it was a, a step back where I made progress in my health 
and then I'm working 10, 12 hour days, not getting paid for six days a week. And I have to kind of start over, not entirely over, but I got to re, I got to rest again and kind of have a little bit of a reset. But there was a lot of good that came from doing door to door. And one of those things was I wanted to really commit and give my all to door to door. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to give my all to this. I don't want to put my focus towards anything else. And that was actually the catalyst that got me off of social media. If I didn't do door to door, I don't I don't know if I would have gotten off of social media. I honestly have no idea. But because I did it, I got off of it and it helped me just not look at what other people are doing and not comparing myself and I feel that getting off social media for me was one of the best decisions that I can possibly have made this year just simply because I feel that the things that the messages were that were coming in, it was just a bunch of randomness of different people telling me what to think and what to value and what's important and and what matters. And it goes back to what my friends say, like my friend said, it's like, man, like what is it that I actually need right now? What is actually important for me? And and there's so much distraction that I wasn't able to really connect with myself. I wasn't really able to connect with my voice. And, you know, I felt like I was part of this, you know, hypnosis of what I deemed to be valuable. And not just that, but I had a spiritual awakening while I was doing door-to-door sales. And that really helped kickstart me into believing in God again. And I'm so grateful to that. I'm so grateful to that. I'm so fucking grateful to that. And I'm grateful for that entire experience. And it's not like as soon as I finished, I was able to, you know, really reflect and be grateful. It took me many months uh, for me to really be able to look at that door-to-door experience and to look at it in terms of a gift and see where the good that came from that uh, was. And I, I'm very happy about that. Even though I didn't get paid, I got paid in different ways. I got paid spiritually. And um, I'm super fucking happy about that. And one thing that I've been, you know, I've been working on, I'm dealing with, and I'm being more, I, I think, I don't know if the word is meticulous. I don't, but I think it is the word. I'm being more meticulous about what I share about my life with who I share it with because just like with social media, like people say what it is that they believe is right. And with different people, they're going to share with me what they believe is right. And I don't necessarily respect everybody. I don't have respect for everybody. While I'll give compassion uh, to a lot of people, I don't necessarily have respect for a lot of people. And I don't know why that is, 
as much as I would like to fucking try to convince myself to respect somebody, I I just can't. Like that decision is not necessarily made by me. It feels like it's just it's it's just automatically made. It's it's not a logical decision that's made for me. It's a it's a very emotional decision that's made and I can't I can't lie to myself and I've been connecting a lot more with myself. And I've been just been this has been a whole journey of like self-love, self-acceptance and doing my best not to judge myself uh, during the, this time and just really building a, a better relationship with myself and, and loving myself a lot more and valuing what it is that I think, valuing what it is that I feel and really giving uh, validity to what it is that I feel and, and what is it that I think and not necessarily have to look for certainty from other people to tell me what I think is okay and what I feel is okay. But it's like, no, like I tell myself that. And it's been a whole journey of just like re-loving myself and finding that spark again that I had when I was a child. And I have I have three little nephews in my family. One's five, one's four, and one's three. And they're just they're the best. They all love me so much. And that's because when I'm around them, I am able to be big. I'm able to be silly and I'm able to really be myself because these kids don't fucking judge, bro. Like these kids don't have fucking stories and like indoctrinations from society telling them what is right and what is wrong like these are these people these kids are so pure and they're such an awe of the world and at some point as adults we tend to lose that we tend to lose the beauty of life the awe in it the the fun the joy the playfulness there's so much to learn from children and i I love being around them. I, I love being around them more than I like being around the adults in my family because um, growing up just in my life, I've always felt like there was something wrong with me. I felt like I was the black sheep and, and I felt that being different was not good. It was not okay to be different. And there are deep-rooted scars about that and feeling like, there's something wrong with me expressing my thoughts and me being my full weird self. And yeah, I'm, I'm really just working on healing that and stepping more into who it is that I am and expressing who, who it is that I am and just giving myself the love and care that I wish that I had growing up from people that I really crave that love from and not just from growing up, but even in adulthood and valuing my my fucking own opinion of things and it's been a journey it's been very tough it's been very challenging but man has it been a gift and man has it been such a blessing and i'm so happy and if i had to do it over again i i wouldn't want to but if I had to, I wouldn't change anything about it. I wouldn't have changed anything about this last year 
I feel like I've, I've learned so much about life and, and about myself and about what's actually important and how I actually want to live and what actually brings me joy and not necessarily what the internet has told me what to value and what the internet has told me to put my energy and effort into and not trying to make my life look like an Instagram post or not try to build my life in a way that makes me have more status or anything like that and dedicating my life to uh, try to get glory and, and all this kind of stuff. Like, man, fuck, like, fuck that, dude. Like, I still want to, I still want to help out tremendously. And I, I do believe that I possess a skill that is beneficial to a tremendous amount of people, especially young people. And that's the skill of communication. I do believe that if there's one thing that I'm really good at, it's my ability to communicate. And I have a presence that does definitely change the energy of of the room and it changes the dynamic of things. And I definitely feel that there are a tremendous amount of young people in their late teens, early 20s and even mid teens who want to be able to communicate themselves. They want to be able to talk to other people. They want to be able to relate to other people. Uh, However, growing up having, you know, a fucking iPad in their hands and, you know, having a cell phone in their pocket, a smartphone in their pocket, you know, there, there are certain skills like communication is not a strong skill set for them, even though they would love to know how to become a better storyteller. They would love to know how to be the person who owns the room and all these kind of things. So of course I want to be able to help on a mass scale to be able to provide that for those people. And I feel like I have this gift and that's what I really want to do. And that's not just when it comes to communication, but I really want to help people connect to themselves. Just how I'm connecting with myself. And like that's why I, I come on here and I, I'm all, every single episode I'm talking about the evils of social media. Um, because as I mentioned, like it just it just plants stuff into our brains that don't uh, really serve us. It, a, a quote that keeps popping into my mind this year is that most people major in minor things. And I first heard that from Tony Robbins. And, and I, I believe that's very true. I do believe that most people major in minor things. And I don't want to necessarily live for the external. I want to live to really feel good about myself and really feel like I'm giving my best and I'm doing my best and I'm giving my all and I'm feeling good about my life regardless of what my life looks like on the outside. I can give a fuck what I look like on the outside to other people, man. Like for me, what matters is do I feel good about the life that I'm living? Am I really tuned into my own feelings and my own intuition in terms of what is it that I believe is right and am I living through that truth am I living through that what I believe is right for me and I can't go out there and say everybody should live like this I don't believe that everybody should live how I should live I I do believe that everybody has their own blueprint and I think it's up to us to really be able to discover that. And the thing is, there's so much distraction that we can't even tune in. I won't say we can't, but 
yeah, it, it makes it much more harder to tune in when we have so many different things trying to steal our attention and trying to convince us that their product and their service is what's going to solve what it is that we feel inside. They think, oh, you know, fucking do this thing, change your life in 30 days, whatever it is. And they sell these package solutions that are uh, quick fixes or something that deems to be like shortcut the process so we can achieve something, so we can obtain something that we believe is going to make us fucking finally feel good about ourselves. That's finally going to make us feel enough about ourselves where we achieve it and we feel like finally my mom's going to say I love you or I'm finally going to get validation from my father or I'm finally going to uh, show fucking Mrs. Smith from fourth grade that she was wrong this whole time. And then just as I mentioned, majoring in, in minor things like these fucking this shit in terms of having your life look a certain way externally, it's never going to be enough. It's never going to be enough. And you got to go through this fucking inward journey. It's this inner journey with yourself and really building this strong relationship with yourself and living through that. And that's what makes life more beautiful. And it's about enjoying the inner experience of life. It's about feeling good in yourself, feeling good in your body and feeling like you're moving through the world how you want to move through the world and not necessarily what you think is going to earn you love from other people. And there's no amount of love that you can obtain from other people that will ever make you feel good about yourself. You might feel good momentarily. You know, just a little, you know, um, oxytocin that releases in our body from some hugs, some cuddles and some, you know, words of affirmation, whatever it is. But where codependency comes in, and I'm not a psychologist, but where codependency comes in is that dependence on that validation from that other person and having them be a source of validation for you and you just can't get enough. You want to keep hitting that fucking button, getting more uh, oxytocin and more dopamine uh, from this person or from these people and it's never going to fucking fill you up. It's never going to fill you up. And to think that love and fulfillment exists outside of yourself is is backwards. It's not the way to go. And it's not what sells. It's not sexy. It doesn't help people make a bunch of money saying, hey, commit to fucking being excellent and stop chasing things that are going to try to bring in fast results commit to things that take a long time however it's it's going to be a freaking fulfilling inward journey for you because you're going to become someone better you're going to love yourself more you're going to really build a better relationship with yourself it's going to take more time that shit doesn't sell that shit isn't sexy people don't like improvement offers people want new opportunities and we are our brain is fucking wired from social media it's literally wired for instant fucking dopamine and there's nothing that like there's nothing that is fucking worth like greatness that is going to come just like that there's nothing fucking 
uh, NBA championship, is not just going to be like, oh, I was fucking, yeah, I was scrolling on fucking Instagram, and then boom, I'm fucking feeling like I won a fucking championship. That's never going to happen. It's going to, it comes from a fucking long ass fucking process. It, it comes from fucking hard work, dedication. It comes from not wanting to immediately get the fucking instant gratification it's actually comes in, comes from delaying the gratification but when we're so immersed on social media guess what it wires our brain to fucking try to reach and reach and reach and reach for this instant fucking dopamine and it short it shortens our like um i won't say shortens it prevents us from really actualizing our full potential because anything that's worth fucking getting is going to require a tremendous amount of effort, some hardship, some pain, some fucking challenge, and it's going to fucking take time. I don't care what any fucking spiritual guru on the fucking planet says, excellence is going to be fucking hard. Like LeBron James is not saying, guys, I won these championships and it took no effort. No, dude, it's going to take effort. It's going to be challenging. It's not easy. You're going to have to put work in. And especially if it's something you love and care about. Because if you're going for something you love and care about, guess what? This is weird. When you're going for something that's important for you, do you think that the people around you are just going to be like, yeah, woo, go for it, dude. That's fucking awesome. Hell yes. More often than not, they think you're fucking crazy for going for what it is that you want. And you know what? They don't fucking ask questions. They don't see like, oh, let me try to understand where you're coming from. Let me try to understand what is it that is in your head. And let me see how how and why is this so important for you? No, they don't fucking think that. And it's not necessarily like they're coming from a place of malice or trying to hurt you. Most people are just living, they're just sharing the stories that they tell themselves in their head. They're telling you the stories in which they tell themselves for how they live their life. That's all it is. They tell you the rules that they decide to live by. They, you can't help but, but do that. You can't help but, I, I'm doing that on this podcast right now. And that's how other people are. And you know what? Other people, they would rather have um, a job that they dislike, that pays the bills, and uh, takes care of the family. And that's cool. That's a no. I, I don't know if that's how if that's how they want to live. That's okay. But more often than not, that's not necessarily what people chose for themselves. They, well, I guess, they did choose it for themselves, but. If they were to do something different, I do believe that a lot of people would make that decision to do something different with themselves and do something different with their lives. And they don't give themselves the permission to go for what it is that they deem is important and what they care about. And at the same time, there's people who are older than us who just grew up in a different time. They didn't have the Internet. They didn't grow up seeing a bunch of people make money from being themselves, from being creative. They grew up in a world where you didn't, you actually, you, they grew up in a world where the news actually was credible. Think about that. Think about how different things are now. Who the fuck trusts the news? I guess those same people, right? 
but they grew up in a different time and they grew up in a different system and they grew up in a time where, hey, bro, like if you really want to get ahead in life, you got to get a college degree. If you want to get ahead in life, you got to play the game. You got to politic. You got to be on people's good sides. You got to not express your, your opinions. You got to kind of, you know, stifle yourself so then you can be able to get ahead and you can make more money because that's what people told you to value, uh, value security. But, and that's, and that's okay. It's a, it's a different world that they grew up in and it's a different world that we're growing up in right now. Uh, but, Yeah, um, I do believe that going for what it is that you want builds a tremendous amount of confidence in yourself. It builds a tremendous amount of love. And, and with that is going to come hardship. It's going to come difficulty. You're going to have to separate yourself from certain relationships. And, those pe- and, and that, that might include one or both of your parents. That might include a sibling. That might include a best friend. That might include just people who really matter a lot to you that you have to separate from because you got to do what you feel is right for you so you can have a healthy self-esteem, so you can feel like you love yourself, so you can feel like you are living a life that you feel proud about and that you feel good in your own skin. And there's going to be a lot of people who just don't fucking understand that. They don't understand it. Because they don't live their life with those same values. And that's okay. We can still love those people. But we got to love those people from a distance. We got to distance ourselves. We can't have those fucking things coming into our brains. So with that, I can't believe it's already been 41 minutes. Um, I just want to say thank you so much for the support you've given me uh, with my podcast. Listening to what it is that I have to say. And I hope that you get something from this. I hope that it's helpful for you. And something tells me that it is because you continue to listen. And I'm sure as a listener of the podcast that you are happy for me that my health has returned back to normal. I just want to say thank you. Thank you for all the support. Thank you for those who believe in me. Thank you for those who love me. Thank you for those who uh, cheer me on in silence and and you know continuously send me positive vibes. You know I'm I'm human. I have my own traumas. I have my own scars. I have my own insecurities. I have my own challenges. I'm going through it myself, um, and I'm doing my best to make sense of this world the best way that I can. And I'm doing my best to make sure that I can move through this world in a way that really, when I get to the end of my life, I feel like, damn, man, I had a life that I lived well. I lived my life well. That's what I want to feel like. I want to feel like that for myself. And with that is going to come difficult decisions. And it's so weird to me that there are so many people who are adverse to you living through your truth and you know what those aren't your people as i mentioned they might be someone close to you and as much as you want them to be your people they're not 
I know that is a tough fucking pill to swallow. I'm still trying to fucking swallow it myself. But it's the truth. Some people aren't going to be what you want them to be. And you just got to accept it. Forgive them. Love them. Give them compassion from a distance. So, anyway. That's it. I didn't expect it. For this podcast to be this long but here we are all right much love and i'll talk to you soon peace